Hello, world culture enthusiasts, and anyone who's listening, this is Crossing Cultures. A podcast where guests from all over the world talk about subtle, surprising, intriguing, and bizarre cultural differences in everyday life. My name is Asaf, and I'm delighted to open the very first podcast um, with these wonderful guests representing four different continents. Let's start with Sebastian. <coughs> I'm from Uruguay. Um, I do act. I study acting, and I, I drink mate. All day, every day. We're going to talk about that, yeah. Before doing sports, um, before everything, and I love to share it. So if you want a, a zip, you can. I know you, you don't like because it's alive and things like that, but I don't care. So if you want, it's all fine. And thank you for inviting. Thank you. Thank you for being here. All right, we'll hop over to Europe. Yeah, so my Everybody's name is favorite that. cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Chiaretta. I'm from Italy. I'm a PhD student in uh, Tel Aviv University on uh, international human rights, and um, I love cultures and uh, multiculturalism. Thank you very much. All right, back over to the other side of the Atlantic. <laughs> and we have Sarah. Yes, hi guys, I'm Sarah. I'm excited to be here on this podcast. And yeah, I represent the United States, specifically New York. <laughs> So I have lots to say about drinking culture and all of that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it today. All right. Now, representing the big dragon and the biggest continent. Hi, this is Noah speaking. Uh, I know Noah is an Israeli name. That might be a bit confusing, but I am actually 100% uh, Chinese. I think I have confirmed with both my parents. Uh, I have been living in Israel for a little bit over three years, hitting four years in this October. I actually went to the same school. I also like finished my Tel Aviv U study last summer and been working in high tech, you know, the most common job that you can find in Israel. <laughs> and where are you from in China originally? I'm from Beijing. So uh, let's say I can only represent like the Beijing knees, which uh, I hope that's not too, uh, I hope that's representative enough because China is a huge country. And also you introduced me as someone from Asia. I was like, woo, that's a Yeah, no pressure, no pressure. You, you represent <laughs> yourself and then that'll be enough. Don't worry about it. Yeah, cool. All right. So it's time to talk about our uh, main topic. And today we're talking about drinking culture. And what is drinking culture, you ask? Well, it's uh, everything you drink in the morning or in the evening. It's coffee, it's tea, it's mate, as we've seen. And if we have time, we'll go over to uh, the spirits and uh, some alcohol and talk about that. So... Let's start with you. Uh, let's start with Sarah. Are you a coffee person, a tea person, both, none? I'm, I'm a nothing person. No caffeine, no, um, nothing bad for me in the morning. So what are you drinking, Stefan? <laughs> so I drink water. <laughs> like bottled water? No, I, I'll drink like, I'll have maybe some hot water with mint and ginger and lemon, but that's it. And it's causing quite a stir in the world because people drink things in the morning. 
And you know? I think coffee is the number one drug that people consume. So you're, you're, you're out of that loop. I know. I'm really weird in this sense. I don't, yeah. It's, I try not to drink caffeine because it's, it makes me too awake and hyper. But yeah, no, it's a complete cultural thing in the States. You get a coffee in the morning. You get coffee when you land at work. You get coffee when you wake up on the weekend. And I'm just like, yeah, it, I'm, I'm out of the Is it common to get coffee when you come back from work? Or is it just like a morning thing, part of your daily ritual to get ready for work? It's, it's a big thing to start off your day. Yeah. In my old office, people, we had actually, in my old office, we had a barista in the office. That was in New York? Yes, in New York. It was okay, one of those so fancy that's, yeah, that's <laughs> places. Yeah, so it was, a, it was a community thing. You know, we would all, you know, my friends and I from the office would get a coffee from, what was his name? Ernest. I'll forever remember his name. The barista. <laughs> and it, back then I did actually drink coffee since then I've stopped but it was you know it really brings people together to sort of have a coffee and sit together and you kibitz over coffee that's what you do I guess you know yeah. I, I remember I think if, 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 if in the US the coffee is more of a getting, to, getting ready to work thing so my, my imagination tells me that in Italy it's more of a ceremonial thing you drink coffee because it's it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, yeah. So, for example, in Italy, um, we use coffee as a break and as a way to meet people. So, it's just... Uh, we go to bars. We don't have cafe. We have bars. And uh, we drink uh, coffee like uh, five minutes. We need to drink really fast so we don't wait for it. And then we stay maybe all afternoon uh, at the bar speaking, but the coffee needs to be drank. Really and what, ki what kind of coffee is it? Espresso. Has or to cappuccino, be espresso. Or but espresso is the best. Okay. So, that, <laughs> so if I go to Italy, there's ordering anything that isn't cappuccino or espresso, is that frowned upon? Uh, they will understand that you're a tourist, I probably. See. <laughs> All right, that's good to know. All right, Sebastian, tell yes. us about coffee culture in Uruguay. Okay, so coffee is something that we drink. People drink, uh, people like it. Um, they, they drink it uh, when, they, when they wake up, when they go to work. But the thing is that the coffee is not that drink that, that drink as the other countries because we have the mate. Mm -hmm. And mate is something that really is with us all day long. It's like you put it you put it between your arms and you walk everywhere like this and you give your child or children and you give your friends and you meet around the mate. So it's like it's like the um, um, it's also as as you uh, in Italia you drink uh, coffee as a ceremony. It's almost the same. So families drink it to to talk about their lives, how was your day? And and they also say that that if you drink mate with with girls, you can fall in love, or things like That's that. That's because of the, the caffeine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So, but if if everyone brings their own mate, how how is it? You know, do, do do you go to a place where they serve it, or you just bring your own, sit in the park? No, there's that's a very 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 good idea to to drink it like like. To go a to a restaurant or a, a coffee shop and they give you mate, but it, it doesn't it doesn't happen. So you have your own mm -hmm. and you talk with your friends and they say who brings the mate? I bring the mate. Oh, I also bring mate. So you have two uh, glasses like this uh, doing circles. It's something circular. Ah. And this, there's a lot of types of ceremonies. So there's uh, this like. Uh, how do I have, how do I say like this guru or this like um, sensei who serves it mm -hmm. and you pass it to the right 
and then he gives you back and you and you then you serve it again and you give it to the next person and it's like that and uh, there's uh, all kind of like mate there's also bitter ones uh, sweeter ones you, you drink it normally without sugar uh, I drink it without anything uh, because it's, it's it's very healthy it do ha it, it has caffeine but it's healthy like it's antioxidant anti everything anti everything makes bad you, makes you go to the <laughs> toilet and it's very nice and usually I mean I'm looking at the cup it's a very yeah. it's a very unique cup it's mm -hmm. not just a regular coffee mug right and sometimes they make it out of pumpkin exactly right how, how is it there's a name for it I think no or or, uh, or for the straw there's a special straw that uh, That yes. You use. Uh, so, so you make it from a uh, pumpkin, and you need, you need to like to put whiskey or something to cure it, like to make it, to make it fine, to make it available to drink it. And this is the bombilla, mm -hmm. la bombilla. So it's it's like a straw, uh, but it's like like from metal or I don't know what. And uh, yes, you share it, and it's not it's not like one time, uh, one time. Uh, Uh-huh straw and so you don't move the straw right I remember I moved the straw <laughs> when yes. I was in Argentina and I was, <laughs> was it was a bad idea yeah so people people like they don't understand and they uh, grab the straw and they move it and they do mm -hmm. like uh, meñadito, you know like a shake and I, and I'm like no 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 respect the mountain because you put the sherba that it's like the, like the mate like the tea you put it and you make like a mount a little mountain so you have Uh, uh, like a swimming pool where you, uh. put, <laughs> where you put the... So it's very... Even the preparation, it's very... Is it the same in China? Because I know in Japan they have a whole ceremony around the tea, but I, I'm assuming a lot of the things that we call Japanese actually came from China. Is it the same thing? I just... I was about to say that everything you describe now like reminds me of like a wheat culture, you know, you pass around and there's a yeah. ritual. <laughs> that's uh, another that, episode. Yeah, so let's <laughs> skip that part. Uh, so for day-to-day, -day, like life in China we actually don't have that kind of crazy you know like ceremony for tea uh, and also not in Japan that's only for you know very specific like cultural occasions uh, in China I think if we are back to the topic of coffee uh, coffee is not originally a thing in China like it was brought by the Westerners but now it's now began to uh, be become the part of like you know like uh, I would call the salary man or salary woman mm -hmm. people will work in night uh, night to day uh, night to five life and they drink it um, part of the reason is they want to wake themselves up because we get food coma a lot because we also eat a lot of carb in lunch which is very common and also we have the napping culture in China at work at school uh -huh. uh, which also you might want to put in a different episode but so people now like try to get some caffeine through coffee or strong tea or also it's for the people who want to you know like embrace the western culture want to like feel like they're living in a lifestyle so that's why starbucks is very common in china and doing very well really yeah. so let me ask all of you how i mean i know in the u.s when you wake up in the morning and you go especially in new york you go down to the subway you see people taking their coffee to go people are taking coffee on the go sometimes they sit down and drink coffee or if they if they work from Starbucks but for other people it's very common to see people going around with their coffee and I don't know if it's the same thing in China in Italy you're, you're no. shaking your head <laughs> that's blasphemous <laughs> yeah actually it is no it's uh, it's arriving li really late because of the American uh, culture but it's something that it's like uh, terrifying Italian because it's as I said like we go to bar it's a way to spend some minutes without thinking about anything so we go to the bar we stand we drink or we sit at the table 
and that's it. So it's our five minutes of uh, break. And is it common? I think I've heard it's common in, in Italy that there's a bar where you don't sit down, you just stand. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah, common. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's really rare that you can see people with uh, the mug uh, walking. And do you make coffee at home? Is it, is it yeah, with the mocha. Oh, with the mocha, uh, of yeah, course, sure. but not like the instant coffee that <laughs> no, never happens. Oh my God, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and in Uruguay? Uh, yes, you can see people walking like in the Ciudad Vieja, in the old city, mm -hmm. uh, because they are working there. All the offices, all the offices are there, and the people you see, people with suits walking fastly, uh, drinking instant coffee. You know. And so it's not the the, the mate isn't a substitute. If you, even though you carry it around, there's a time for the coffee and the time for the yes, mate. Yes, people also like like coffee because it's, it's it's even stronger and it's more like instantaneous thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the mate also you need to carry it, but it's like they don't care uh, to carry too much. But maybe they have the mate in their office, and when they walk to place to one place for another after eating, they drink the coffee. All right, and let me ask you, is there a difference between the mate in Uruguay and in Argentina, or it's pretty much the same, uh, same brands? It's, it's, there's full of brands, of different brands. Uh, um, so in Uruguay, maybe the share white's a little bit thinner, uh, and in Argentina, it's more like, like plants. Mm -hmm. It's different. The grind, it's less, it's, it's grounded, it's more coarse in Argentina. Yes, uh -huh. exactly. Uh, but it, it's also uh, in uh, Paraguay they drink it, in Chile they drink it. it I think it comes actually from Paraguay. And, um, and then when the Spanish people came to discover um, South America or America, they, um, they started to, to commercialize it, mm. you know? And now, now all the, the colons that live in Uruguay, we drink it. And, uh, so it has it has pre-Hispanic origins. Yes, I see. Yes. And they, they, the Spanish people saw that the Guaranis uh, were uh, drinking and drinking all day long, you know, and they were they were like doing things better, mm. you know, like uh, hunting better. Uh, I don't know, everything. It better. wakes you up. Yes. But sleeping, I don't know how... how do you need less sleep. of it, I guess. <laughs> yes. But Kiaret, I, I really want to ask something. Yeah. What's the deal with Afogato? Like, when do you drink it? First of all, explain what it is. Okay, affogato is ice cream, normally vanilla or stracciatella, that is uh, vanilla and uh, chocolate chips, and after the espresso. So then everything is melting and it's super delicious. And we normally eat it like uh, after lunch or as um, as a dessert. afternoon. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you are with friends, like uh, you can normally order like uh, a because the first time you see it it's kind of weird it's ice cream and <laughs> coffee you know, is it a dessert but is a drink it, it is good it's delicious or the opposite is uh, the espresso with uh, the scoop of uh, macchiato no, no? It is, uh, it's uh, we call it caffè con pallina di gelato ah. mm, <laughs> <sounds fancy. laughs> all right so sarah you tell me now what's the deal with cold brew because last time i was in the states i saw cold brew everywhere you're asking the wrong person. I'm not a coffee drinker. But is it really, is it a fad? Is it, was it always so common? I don't think so. It's always something that they have. There's cold brew and then there's iced coffee. They're different. Yes. So what's the difference? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. I think, I, I think I iced coffee is, this. I think, I'm not sure. And if somebody knows the answer, uh, I'll be glad to be corrected. I think iced coffee is when you, t you just make coffee and then you cool it down. And cold brew is when you 
you put the coffee overnight and you let the water uh, be- become caffeinated, and then that's that's the coffee you drink. And it never, it never, you never use boiling water for cold brew. I think that's. I think you're right, but it and it changes so much. Like it changes the caffeine content, and it changes the taste and the health benefits, uh, yeah. which is like, I'm I don't sure. know what happened to just coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's New Yorkers; they're crazy. I guess. Well, no. Let me ask you this. Um, I mean, in Chinese in Chinese cuisine, there's very little dairy, right? There's very little milk and cheese. So, how about it? Does how is how is that entering the Chinese coffee culture, or is it absolutely uh, not? So, I actually I think it sound it might sound a bit weird. Uh, the the sentence I'm going to say it. I think coffee a lot of time is considered part of a dessert. Uh, because first of all, like most Chinese like to have their coffee with milk and sugar, mm-hmm. and a lot of time coffee also is considered as another option as the bubble tea or milk tea, which probably like we want to talk about it later when we're talking about tea culture. Uh, bubble tea is becoming a huge part of the young generation now. They just drink it every day. There's like a million of variation. What is bubble tea? So bubble tea, like so literally, <laughs> is tea with bubble. And the tea is usually a tea. It can be like green tea. It can be like black tea. Uh, usually coming with uh, like milk or actually pondered milk. And you put all sorts of different things in it. It can be, you know, like bubble. It can be tapioca. It can be even pudding. It can be all sorts of things that you probably like so have no idea what it is. I have no idea. But you I, never I, had this? Asa? I think, are we talking about the, the tea that has like a gelatinous bu- yeah. bu- balls? It's not like soda, right? No, no not, that's the, like kind of the earliest version. Okay, of it. Like okay. We have kind of like evolved into different generations. So that's the thing. That's happening now in China? Is yeah, the they even tea? like come with, you know, a huge like a chunk of foam on the top so you will be, you know, less healthy but, you know, more mm-hmm. tasty mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but, you know, like if it's coffee, there's a lot of like coffee dessert. Like, you know, uh, have you been to, like, have you ever had, like, that, it's called Frappuccino in Starbucks? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they have the coffee one, and this Mm -hmm. is sort of like coffee in a lot of, like, Chinese people. But it's so sugary, it's basically a dessert. But, you know, it it feels like like coffee, so you feel sophisticated by Mm -hmm. drinking that, but also it's tasty at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, I would say, yeah, like, we don't, we, we, I probably don't see a lot of people drink coffee without milk or anything that make it like more tastier yeah tastier or not that bitter so mm. it's probably very different from the rest of the world i feel i see so it's basically you're saying that in china it's there's a coffee there's a really strong coffee culture but there's also a tea culture which has historical roots but now it's kind of evolved into this bubble tea thing yeah definitely. which is wow that's interesting and do you guys know what uh, Americano is? Or at least in Israel, we call it Americano. Of course. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was, I was, no, no, I was no, no, looking no. at you, especially Chiaretta, <laughs> because I thought you'd make that face. She's like, oh, it's disgraceful. So at least I, th- I know it as just having coffee with nothing, just water and coffee. And a lot of water. And a lot of water. No ice? No, no, no. It it's, can it's, be ice. It, well, you can serve it but with. Okay, you can add whatever you want, but you, you, they serve it just with just a cup of wa- warm water with coffee. I, I have no idea. First of all, it's called Americano, but I don't know. It's, it's like an, an Italian name for an, Engl- an American so. uh, <laughs> coffee. I don't even know where it's from. Have you? That, is it? Oh, my father asked uh, uh, once an espresso here in, uh, in Israel, and they say, short or long? I say, oh, let's try long because you're short. It's really short. Like, and then they kept this huge cap of 
water and my father was like what is that this is neither coffee and so i don't know honestly i really don't know <laughs> i can i don't have an answer i think i think it comes from or at least i i have this, this idea well like like in in the u.s maybe not in new york but you have like people who serve coffee like in uh, in the pots coffee mm, the exactly. potted coffee and exactly. i think it kind of looks the same even oh, though it, it's not the same because i mean when you go to like a little diner in exactly. in one of those flyover states they 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 serve you coffee in like this big cup like they the keep American refilling movies. them yeah exactly they keep <laughs> refilling the cup oh we still have it in new york really oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh let me let me say you know i'll i'll, I'll, I'll say a quote because this is i think a, a really good transition to the next topic lord, <laughs> lord give me coffee to change what i can and wine to accept what i can't no this is good and i remember by by i'm not a big wine drinker but i have this very specific memory actually from italy and i went to venice and i saw a man fully dressed in 8 a.m and he was drinking a cup of uh, wine of a white wine just like instead of the coffee it was just 8 a.m in the morning everybody was off to work he was probably heading to work the way he was dressed but he was still holding a, cu- a glass of wine and drank it really slowly like uh, like It's you would style. of course mm. of course So we're, we're moving into the alcohol uh, okay. realm. So what's the, what's the alcohol of choice where you're from? Well, if I can speak about Italy, it depends the time in the day. So we have aperitif, then we have lan- lunch, after lunch, and then uh, parties in the evening. So aperitif, uh, you need to drink something that is uh, like, like uh, wake you up. And then uh, we have a matzo cafe that is a uh, alcohol and it's help like it's like a coffee killer and uh, you drink it because you want to remove the taste of coffee from your mouth and then you have obviously the alcohol that you drink for parties or for the evening just for like pleasure and fun which is oh we have like cocktails like Like mojito or uh, sex so, of the beach so you don't see people like tailgating and uh, drinking grappa all the no time. this is after lunch this is the amazza ah, cafe okay, or okay. cafe depending w- in which region you are in italy and I they see. can be grappa or yeah and in uruguay the the alcohol of choice the alcohol of choice in uruguay is whiskey whiskey everybody mm-hmm. drink that, whiskey that really yeah. surprised me i didn't yeah. know that w- yeah the big whiskey drinkers mm. in yes uruguay. so we i think Like in proportion we are like the first uh, country like uh, we drink more uh, whiskey from everybody in proportion and it's it also surprised me uh, but it's true like there's a lot of whiskey people drink whiskey um, they also started drinking fernet a lot that it's something that that mm. uh, it's from Argentina like mainly and it's also very tasty and they say it it doesn't makes you Uh, hangover uh, hangover mm. they say <laughs> do you guys know you do you guys know that what is the number one selling type of alcohol in the world beer no <laughs> no I mean uh, like a uh, hard liquor oh. like vodka like vodka it's not vodka but like vodka hmm. I just read this like a week ago I don't know. I don't know I'm I'm pretty sure that the three of you won't know it it's soji oh. soji. soji what is it sojo 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 and not I and I also read that for Four out of the five top alcohol brands in the world are Sojo. And, and Sojo and is a type of alcohol. Well, let's, let's like uh, explain uh, what that is. 
I wish I were a Korean, so I can give you a better knowledge on here. But you know, like basically, soju is something、uh, I think unique to Korea, and people drink it because first of all, it's very cheap. Like it's sometimes it's cheaper than bottled water. And、uh, there is no differentiation between brands, so that's why you see tons of like marketing campaign. You know that happens when you cannot differentiate between the taste and、uh, you know the texture of it. It's just kind of like it's like vodka,、uh, slightly I would say more a bit aftertaste, and actually it fucks you up even worse than vodka、mm-hmm. the day after. Uh, and uh, it's actually not that tasty. I think it's more like social drink in Korea. Like you know, when they go to eat in a Korean restaurant, whether it's barbecue and other cuisine, people can drink that. And that's why you know, I would say it's. I'm sorry, Korea, but I feel like that's not the best choice in terms of alcoholic, you know, beverage.、Uh, I wish they could, you know, have more choices, but. You know that's what they like, and I know where to judge.、Well, if we have any Korean listeners, you you link us the the names of the soja brands that you like. You are, you're welcome to send hate <laughs> comment, you know, because、yes. I don't understand. But the is it is it a real is it a big thing? Because because I think that soja is such a huge.、Uh, Brand or it sells so much not because of the people in Korea even though I, I guess they drink it more than any other brand but because it's I read it's really popular in China. We have something similar, but I think it's not really soju. Even though, like from Westerners' perspective, it probably is the same because it's also transparent.、Uh, it's very strong and spicy. In China, we call it baijiu, which means like literally it means like、uh, white alcohol or white liquor.、Uh, it's usually for the older generation. I would、mm. say you probably won't find young people just going out for fun and order themselves baijiu because that's considered a little bit, you know, like、uh, not as fun and trendy. Like、mm. young people, they drink mostly beer.、Um, Um, mostly Chinese beer, and also wine is not that common in、uh, restaurants that are not Western restaurants or fancy fine dining. And、uh, I would say, and also like drinking is not really like a part of the、uh, young people leisure culture in China. Like let's say when I was doing my you know like、uh, undergraduate in China for four years, I don't remember that we actually suggested just yeah let's go to a bar let's have fun. We don't like it's it's not like common as in here. When we go out, we go to karaoke,、mm. we go to eat, and you know, beer is probably you know one person will have like a cup of beer and that's it. That is super interesting. Yeah, that's probably more like a sign of、uh, adulthood that you want to drink to prove something, but not really. People don't really enjoy it that much. So there's like public intoxication that doesn't happen that、uh, much. So it happens, you know, on actually on a lot of like the business dinner, you know, like in China, it's also a thing that you know you invite your business partner, or you know it can be、um, a night out in your department that people just go out to drink, and during that time you do have a purpose of get drunk or make other people drunk because it's sort of like、uh, it shows that you can make people listen to you that that the person is submissive by listening to others drinking others.、Uh, I don't find that very healthy, but it's. Still, unfortunately, exist. And but you know, for the young people, I think we're getting rid of that part for sure.、Uh, and what is baijiu? What is that made of? Uh, that's uh, I think grains. So it can be different kind of. You can be rice. It can be uh, wheat uh, or anything that's you know in between. But uh, it's. Usually, like the color is like it doesn't have a color. It's a see-through and spicy, and you know, so that's why you know, like young people probably don't want to appreciate that taste because、mm. we like something sweeter and more fun. All right, so so we said we'll talk about a little bit.、Um, let's let's call it party drinking culture. 
All right. I mean, you you guys lived in Israel, so you know how it, in Israel, I guess the popular brands are Arak, which yes. is uh, kind of a grape distilled drink. It tastes yeah. like Sambuca. Like yeah, it's Sambuca. very similar to Sambuca. Yeah, I think it has an anise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and also uh, everything that's cheap, like vodka, beer, uh, vodka, Red Bull, all, uh, all of that. Yeah. And, okay, so how about, uh, I mean, I, I guess we got it from the U.S., If, if, if anything. Got Arak from the U.S.? Not Arak, but like the kind of drinking culture, like vodka and uh, maybe even whiskey and beer and cocktails. Mm, most of our Like cocktails. just taking a certain alcohol and just mixing it with a juice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, America, yeah. Everything you call a cocktail is basically just distilled heavy spirit with some kind of mm-hmm. juice. In Italy, everything starts from the aperitivo, as I said. So at six, people start to drink. They meet, and with some chiefs, we try to keep the level of alcohol <laughs> really low to arrive at the, at the end of the evening. And then we mix with wine, red, white, rosé, everything is okay. What is the drinking age in Italy? We, s- well... The, legally, legally. 18, and it's, and it's not enforced. It's so they won't card you if you go to a place. And well, the, the disco, the clubs, uh, actually, it, they are not allowed to, to sell wine, um, sorry, alcohol uh, after 2 a.m. And in any case, under 18, they, they are not allowed in any case. But after 2, I think, for everyone, is not allowed to drink. Uh, after 2 p- oh. a.m.? 2 a.m. Yeah. And you yeah. would just buy it anywhere, in the supermarket, or you need like a special license, like a liquor you need, store? No, you need, uh, in the supermarket, they check. Uh, mm-hmm. And in any case, in Italy, not all the, there are not a.m. p.m. like in Israel, so you need to buy in advance. Um, And yeah, or in the clubs or in the bars where you can uh, drink your cocktail. And in Uruguay, what's the legal drinking age? Uh, legal drinking, it's 18. But, you know, people start drinking at uh, when they are uh, 13, 14. And you don't get card when you buy the alcohol. Uh, what, what you mean? You, like they check for your ID. <coughs> um, it depends. They should. Uh, in, in many places they do. But you have these two places that are like... Um, in a zone where there's uh, a lot of young people uh, that they sell you uh, even after 12, you know, after 12, uh, before 12 you can't buy, but then you can't. But these places, I don't know why, so I the, don't know what the, happened. The locals know where, where, where they can get alcohol exactly. even after. So the, you, you're gonna see full of teenagers buying there and then you're gonna see the same teenagers uh, walking like, like, like uh, you know, dizzy <laughs> in the street and their friends and and fighting or something like that. It's not that they are wild, they are just drunk, drunk and young. Mm-hmm. And how about, how about China? Is it, what's uh, I actually don't know if we have a legal drinking age, so that already says a lot of things. Uh, and also we don't have any enforcement if we do. And I think actually I've never had any chance to see that someone checks your ID in China because there's no such age. So you know, if you want, you can start drinking as young as you want, which I discourage. All right. Okay, guys, that's super interesting. And we're now going to go into our rapid fire question segment. I'm going to ask a question and then you just answer as fast as you can with the first thing that comes in mind. You have not prepared for this. So we'll just go Noah, Sarah, Chiaretta, and Sebastian. All right. And of course, you answer according to where you're from, right? Okay. All right. So let's go with Noah. Your favorite slang word in your language? Oof, I don't know. Wow. 
Well, mine is blank. Uh, okay, I have a good one. Haixing, which means it's okay. Which was funny because we had a story actually. Like、uh, I talked to a British girl like at work, and she was、uh, one day she asked someone who went to a wedding, which was a wonderful wedding. I was also there; it was really amazing. And she asked an Israeli and asked like, "How was the wedding?" She said, "The wedding's fine." And she was shocked. She was like, "Wow, what happened?" Because in her mind, the fine is actually a negative word. It it should be fantastic. It should be like a fabulous. It shouldn't be fine. I was like, maybe it's a cultural thing because in China. When you ask people how are you, you're supposed to say I'm doing okay, like not bad, which means is good.、Uh-huh. So it probably means that you know in China, if you like answer this question with I'm doing wonderful, people think you're a bit like lunatic. You either won the lottery or were you like a drunk or anything. So Haising, <laughs>、so、which is like, yeah, which is fine with everything. Yeah, we're doing okay. All right, Sarah. Yes. Oh, slang word.、Um, It's hard. <laughs> I haven't been there in so long. Maybe something like specifically New York, New Yorkish. New York.、Um, well, you know the new one is、um, spill the tea.、Ooh. It's like a phrase, and it means like what's the four one one? What's the latest information? This is brand new, but I really like it. And it's like spill the tea, spill the gossip kind of thing.、Uh-huh. So this is a good one, and it's drinking culture. It is. Wow, <laughs> what a coincidence!、Yeah. All right, Kareta. I would say merda. Mm. But well, we, everybody I, made I know everybody this. know this. <laughs> Since I'm here and everyone is like, they know the word vaffanculo, and yes, like, how is it possible? What、so、is I, it? Vaffanculo.、Oh. Yeah, uh, Please, go- Google it later. <laughs> All right, and、uh, the word that I like it's bo, bo, b o. It's like、uh, when you want to call somebody, you say bo, like. Bo, Uri, se venga para acá. You know, Bo, guys, come here. That's that's so weird, it's, it's, and it has nothing to do with Bo in Hebrew, which means to come. Exactly,、right? that's so, really so, weird. So I walk here. I walk here, and I listen a lot of people in Israel saying Bo, 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 and I'm like, you know what, you know what, you know what, but it's not. It's like come. I I love these coincidences. Like in Spanish, you say ten, but in in Hebrew you say ten. It means give it to me, and ten、yeah. give it to you.、Okay. All right. Second question.、Uh, I'll, I'll I'll answer for Israel. I, my favorite slang word. It's not slang, but I I use it as if it were slang. It's nevela. You know that word.、Mm-mm. It means rotting animal corpse.、Oui. And I you know it's like when something is is depressing or like、uh, some someone's、uh, you're dissatisfied with someone. You say ah nevela. At least that's that's me personally. All right. <laughs> let's go with、um, your favorite local fiction writer. Is also my turn first. Yeah, always like this. This is quite unfair.、Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's let's yeah let's let's、uh, shake it up. Fiction、yeah. writer. Favorite、uh, Uruguayan writer. Yes,、uh, I don't know if it's, it's fiction, but Eduardo Galeano. Galeano. He、All、writes、right. like、uh, nice thing. He's a, he was a very good writer. Writer in Uruguay, very famous, and he was known also for being in cafes a lot. And is it like? What's the genre? Detective.、Uh, I, the truth is that I don't remember.、Ah. Like,、uh, but but he was he was very very important. I think I I think he did one one that it's El Sapo Ruperto. It's like、uh, the Rupert Frog. The frog. <laughs> I I remember it was him. I'm, I feel embarrassed, but I don't mind. Alright, we'll we'll, we'll look it up later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I would say Federico Mocha, but I think a lot of people would make fun of me. Why is that? Because it's for young people. They is writing、uh, stories. It's like a, for a teenager.、Uh, and well, that's、stories. not bad, young yeah, adults. Yeah, but <laughs> I would say 
will I will hear what they say. All right. <laughs> Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you. Okay. They have to be from New York or the nor- <laughs> the, nor- the American Northeast. This is unfair. <laughs> I was gonna say I have so many to choose from. I America. Knew That's why I said. I don't know where he's from, but I want to say Dave Eggers. Do you know who that is? I, I don't know. I, he writes. I think he he's an, a fictional author, and he wrote several books that I love. But he also wrote for the New Yorker, so I feel like that could be that he's from New York. You get a pass. Yeah, <laughs> Thank he wrote you. for the New Yorker. <laughs> All right, um, no, you had time to think. Yeah, so my turn. Actually, I thought about like really early on. So uh, it's actually, I have two choices. One is actually the only Nobel uh, literature winner in China. It's called Mo Yan. But he writes something like really dark and serious. I don't think that's appeal for, you know, like most people who just want to have fun reading. Uh, the second name is called Liu Cixin. So Cixin is first name, Liu is the last name. He mainly writes sci-fi, and his most well-known work is called Three Body. Uh, he got recognition because he won two years ago, like the most important sci- uh, sci-fi award you can win. It's called like the Hugo International mm. Sci-Fi Award, and also like his work has been adapted into like films, into drama. Also, there was one that came out like last year. Uh, Sorry, this year during the New Year time is called The Wandering Earth. It actually is available on Netflix. I just watched it the past. A week. Wonderful Earth. The The Wandering Earth. Uh-huh. The Wandering Earth. Uh, it was. I, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything. It's uh. It's we'll a fun we'll try movie. to add some links maybe in the comments. And, yeah, and sure. Make sure if anyone's can interested, you can go to Netflix. All right. I'm. I'm at the sound. I'm gonna say at the sound of sounding very very basic that my pick is Gabi Nitan. Which wrote, I, I don't even think he wrote like more than three or four books, but at least the ones I read were kind of good. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to brush it off to the next question. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, most unusual, most internationally unusual, but locally uh, kind of ubiquitous pizza topping. This is unfair. We don't eat pizza in China as our local food. But when you find pizza, Okay, you all, you, you've all. International unusual. That for you, it's a kind of a trick question. Is I know. Is it unusual or you? Okay, I'll ask you this. You, you came to Israel. Weird. You all live in oh, Israel. Weird. What is the weirdest thing you've seen on a pizza? And I'm, I'm not talking like somebody you, you know made a pizza and put like avocado and eggplant and pineapple everything all together. I'm talking like you went to a pizza place and you saw, you noticed that there is some uh, pizza topping that is kind of mm-hmm. uh, common in Israel, but very, very unusual. I actually never noticed. What is that? I don't know. I think I would say tuna. I haven't seen mm. tuna. Tuna's tuna is not a, yeah, in America you wouldn't find it ever. But I maybe in Italy you might find it. Yeah. The judge the judge says it's a, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's something else. <laughs> it's I would never uh, I would I never have a eat good it. answer. I have a good answer. I think it's also it's not really traditional pizza. It's more like a dessert. Uh durian. Dorian. Yes. Oh, the fruit with the the you the know you guys know what that is. No. That oh fruit my god. stinks so bad that actually it's tasty. Uh, if you have never tried it, I highly recommend. They they like they put it in a lot of dessert in China. Actually, it became trendy. It's actually pretty pricey. And they put it on a pizza. Yeah, they have pizza. Amazing. That. It's I like pineapple that's pizza. That's, no, that's the weirdest thing to me yeah, that okay. I, I don't understand <laughs> that Americans yeah. eat or anyone can eat. You it. know what? You have pineapple and tuna and everything. Uh, but I don't like like uh, eating with pineapple. It's just so strange. It's not right. But what I used to do in Uruguay, so you have the, the like the circle pizza, and Uruguay you have like a like a square you know, square one, mm. and it's very tasty. And I used to put like mustard, mayonnaise, ketchup, oh, barbecue, no. and everything. You know, I so I do different different mix of of. Uh, 
of uh, sauces. And it's, it was very, very... Uh, would you, Chica very Carata, would you call that a pizza? Oh my God, no. <laughs> but I'll tell you, the weirdest thing I've ever seen on a pizza was actually in Italy. It was goat cheese and pear. Oh no, no, oh, no this is normal. Oh. This that is normal? normal? Yes. This is normal. I would eat it also. I, it's normal. Or pear and gorgonzola. Gorgonzola, okay. Oh. It's, it's fancy, it's sophisticated. So what would you consider a, like an off the charts pizza? Oh, pineapple. Pineapple. Like I'm, I'm sorry. When Americans are coming, and I was working in a, in a pizzeria for a long time, and they were ordering pizza with pineapple, it was like, oh, oh my God, my heart was like... <laughs> Is it really from Hawaii? Like they call it Hawaiian? Oh, yeah, they yeah. Ca- I mean they oh, call it ha- Hawaiiana. Or maybe ketchup. No, this is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Ruins it. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's all the time we have for today. And I want to thank my amazing guests. You guys did a great job. Thank you so much. Um, of course, there's a lot we didn't cover, but there's something for you, uh, the listeners. If you'd like to know something or... Uh, better yet, tell us something about where you're from or where you live. We'd like uh, to hear from you. So look for the comment section on any social media and look, uh, look us up on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we want to hear what you guys think about the podcast and what kind of topics you want to hear, what kind of guests you want us to have, what interests you, all these things. So uh, please consider liking us, sharing, subscribing, you know, giving, up some, uh, giving us some love on social media and we will love you back. Uh, unconditionally anyway um, so and also if you're currently living in Israel you, and you want to be a guest uh, so please send us an email on crossingculturespodcast at gmail.com and thank you very much and see you next time <laughs>